This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Every leader needs an intentional plan to see transformation take place in their organization. The Kingdom Leadership Workshop exists to help you build that plan. Learn more at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, welcome to I Work Rim this afternoon as we broadcast you right here from Tampa Bay as we talk with Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. But before we talk to Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management, and you find them online at bwmadvisors.com. But before we get to Luke and Dave, Martha, we should let people know they're running out of time to sign up for the 2019 Cruiserweight or Better Marriage Retreat. That's right, Jim. Um, February 14th, Valentine's Day, will be here before people know it. Wow, he just interrupted me, didn't Uh, he? he (laughs) He's so excited. No, but it will be here before you know it, listeners. So if you have given any consideration to um, our little spot that we play where we talk about the cruise, um, or the times when we've talked about it on the air and you're intrigued, give us an email, send us a you know, a message. Send on, us a phone call. Our, Give us an email. Us, send us a phone know, call. Right? <laughs> Reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you, answer any questions. You can also talk directly to Rick Saltarelli. They can text us a letter. They can... <laughs> Wow. Give us oh, an email. the energy in this room today is just overwhelming. <laughs> but yes, Jim, we're reach tweet, out. Tweet a letter. Tweet a letter. That's this is right. just great. Anyway, connect with us. Ask us questions if you are interested. Um, we would love to have you join us because really the purpose of the cruise is to get away and invest in your marriage. And Luke, you've been on it. I you, have. You know firsthand what it's about. Yeah, Tell it's, us a little bit. Well, uh, I t- we went on the vi- the inaugural. That's right. You we did. The champagne at the front. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, no, it was, uh, it was really good because uh, like you said, it's, it's, it's investing in your marriage. Um, you know, unfortunately, Dana, my wife, doesn't do well on cruises. It's, you know, and we, we tried the Dramamine and it makes you drowsy and then you don't so we haven't been much. on the cruise <laughs> since then and you know and it ha- it's nothing to do with cruise waiter better marriage you guys do a great job of hosting it of you know the all the the information you know the mm-hmm. educational stuff and um so uh, I, i'd encourage anyone who who's okay with cruises that likes cruises you will absolutely love this because it's a two for one you invest in your marriage and you invest uh, you get a little vacation at the same time speaking Amen. of cruises are the yes. cruises gonna go Possibly, but probably not next year. <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> but probably well, not. I've got to focus a little bit. No, you in, don't. In the height of political yeah, season. Like, you it's don't not have not a house. You know, yeah, it's not like you got to worry about a house. Probably won't by then in either. Those, so. <laughs> in those five days you're gone, it won't make a big difference on your house. One of my daughters wants to go skiing about that time of year, and there's, there's just a lot going on. It's busy being a grandpa, isn't it? It is. All right, so listen, however you're hearing us today, whether you're in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Folkestone, Georgia, or maybe anywhere in Tampa Bay from south of Ocala to north of Fort Myers, all over, maybe Sarasota, Bradenton, how, Brandon, maybe wherever you listen, Lakeland, we got FM 102.1 in Lakeland. So glad you're tuning in, and we've got a great conversation for you guys today. You know, a while back, Capital One, with their Capital One No Hassle card, had this commercial that asked, hey, what's in your wallet? Most of us would answer, Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, pretty much nothing. But I thought today we would ask the question of Luke and Dave, what's in your portfolio? Mm-hmm. That's right. For the past six months, Luke and Dave have been talking about biblically responsible investing. Today we ask you if you actually know what your investment advisor has in your portfolio, your 401k. Is investing your hard-earned money on, it, it, what's it invested in and on, and is it biblically responsible so I work for him, listeners. What's in your portfolio? That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> a 
just going to call it. It's so bad, it's Listen, good. Listen, I'm just pointing out what the listeners are saying. <laughs> Is it a God-honoring? They're texting Luke they right now. they another station. <laughs> Don't tune away. Uh, it will be fun. It will be a good conversation. <clears throat> well, maybe. Because <laughs> I might be cutting you guys off right now. I don't know. All right, Luke. I wasn't even done with my intro. Let's talk about the <laughs> Get all choked cruise. up. No, let's not. We better move on. <laughs> Uh, listeners, is your portfolio God-honoring? That's what's really important. Stay tuned to find out why it matters, how, it ke- how you can even find out. Luke and Dave have got some tools for you to use. Luke and Dave, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jimmy. Hey, let's uh, make sure people know how to get a hold of you. Thanks, Jimmy. What's in your portfolio? <laughs> oh, that was really good. Uh, yeah. Well, Luke, I don't really know. No, that's bad. Are going into a different... You boys. Strip on the bar. What's <laughs> Australian? <laughs> To all of our Australian listeners, so we're sorry. Yeah, we are sorry. Jim. So we do have some sweet friends in Australia, but you didn't they're probably mind. not listening because yeah. they're in bed right now. Oh, okay, that's, true. that's a good point. All right, so let's get to this whole. Uh, I, I, we just got to pick it up. Okay, I want people to know how to get a hold of you. BWMAdvisors.com. BWMAdvisors.com. Or if they want to get a hold of Dave in the office anywhere between ten and eleven o'clock in the morning, seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five it's not true dave's in the office at least till one until <laughs> one but luke if they I'm want to text out you know I mean, he's uh, a he hard worker they're you know, just they, saying they that like because that. i work 12 hours a day this is so true. you this know is true. they're just a little envious of that right <laughs> that you work so hard i do yeah, that's no. right. All right, but Luke, if they want to text you right now during the show, it's 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. We're talking about biblically responsible investing, understanding what's in your portfolio, and how do you know what you're actually being invested in, but because we always do this before we get to that big conversation, it's November, gentlemen, mm. the 1st of November. Remember, remember wow. the 1st of November. It's Thanksgiving month. Yes. So... Dave Cruz, I sent the question ahead of time. Yes. What are the top three things you're thankful for in 2018? Predestination, family. <laughs> I just thought. It I'd just goes really in. deep, doesn't it? <laughs> family, okay. uh, business, this country. There's so much to be thankful for. I could go on for the next 45 minutes. Oh, that's what I thought I'd throw too. predestination because that covers an awful lot. Predestination. I'm going to get text messages <laughs> for that one. Well, you'll have fun with that. 727-798-4188. That's Luke's cell phone God's number. God's will. 727-798-4188. Okay, Luke Andrews, anyway, help me out here. What gonna, are you most I'm gonna thankful reel it back. for? My, hey, listen, number one thing that I, because I, it's, it's, it's in my prayer life. It's the, before my feet hit the floor, I'm in prayer. And the first thing I thank him for is my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also thanking him. And in, in one way or another, a word is provision, God's provision, where he provides. Um, and then another one is just it, it, perspective is a great thing that I'm trying to teach my kids and in my life is that the opportunities that we have. You know, we are we're so fortunate to to have this country, to have our constitution, to to have our churches, to be able to freely worship. Um, You know, we we've got it really, really good. And sometimes it can be blinding um, that it is so good when you're, you know, Mm -hmm. your perspective and other countries and, um, you know, even the caravan coming up through uh, Central America, you know, through Mexico, that's it's it's tough you know and we should thank god every day for the opportunities that we have 
but not miss the opportunity to make this a day where you can do something about it to to be a positive impact. So you know, mm, those are that's good top threes. But and we do take Jim, that for granted. And yeah, all, all, we sure often. do. It is. It's, it's too bad. It, it is. It's Jim, hard. Do we have time for you to share your top three? My top three? Yeah, I why didn't not? write it down. This is their job. What are you thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for you, baby. Every good morning one. I wake good up in answer. the morning, that's and good. I always <laughs> thank the Lord for you. I'm thankful for great health, Amen. and and I am thankful for all of our kids and grandkids. We've got now five kids with our two in-laws and four grandkids, and it's, Gosh, it's exciting. Nice. It's catching up with nice. you. Nah, it is. We'll never, never get <laughs> but, And we're also excited for this ministry. We've had the opportunity this year to travel, I don't know, it seems like well over 120 days, I think, we've been on the road, and thankful for all the incredible people we've met from all over the country it's just been amazing mm. so I, i'm and i'm grateful that we've had all that incident free except for a couple of windshields but mm. you know a couple <laughs> of covered oh, oh we got couple. another one oh, on our way same spot i You're actually kidding. think we have a faulty windshield or something with that camera because it's like right where mm-hmm. the equipment is in the glass right? now it's a crazy thing i don't know it's seriously I, i'm like washing the car in arizona and there it was again and i'm like really i know i replaced it. and the you're windshield. thankful for that right I'm somehow th- it's it's a first world well problem. if it was a rock and right. if we didn't have a windshield we'd have gotten into head so <laughs> i'm thankful we had a windshield we were driving an old model was it a stone was it a stone have, again we don't neither of us even know that's crazy i know no. it's crazy what about you baby um, you know, one of the things that we hear a lot in when we read our Jesus Calling devotional is being thankful in the adversity. And so th- I think that's one of the things we've really learned this year is to be, you know, in the midst of something hard that's happening, whether it's getting a windshield or, you know, that you're like, seriously, again, um, whatever it might be, just uh, thanking, being thankful for it, figuring out how to be thankful for this delay, how to be thankful for the pause, how mm-hmm. to be thankful for, you know, um, what may seem like a roadblock, but it really actually is going to turn into a blessing. Yeah. Luke and Dave in the studio with us today as we talk biblically responsible investing and what's in your portfolio. <laughs> I can't do Just it. use the Bad. accent, honey. Just do what's it. What's in your wallet? That's what I want to know. All right. Last week was rough as we're driving across the country. The last two weeks were kind of rough, guys. Yes, no, last month. The, the last month. Oh, it's yeah. October, and October is typically the roughest month. It is. You know, in October, we celebrate the Great Crash of 1987, the Great Crash of, I mean, you go on and on and on. Yet the 19th of October, the 29th of October, we celebrate the Great Crash of the Depression. <laughs> celebrate? I'm not sure. Well, we Remember. celebrate it because we've recovered from them all. Okay, so. Which is. Which is on point for where you're going right, right now. But it, billions and billions of shares were traded, and everything dropped about 10%, it looks like, in the last 10, 10 15 days. Is this a correction or the beginning of a bull market? Well, it's it, we, we would call it a, a bull market correction. You know, So bull market, just for the audience, is... Well, I meant to we, say bear market, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you yes, did. did. It's That's okay. stupid. That's okay. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, because it's not a. I, I, you know, thought maybe you were trying to suggest there was a new bull market well, after the ten percent correction. But well, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. so yeah, so but you know, at the end of the day, this is it's it's a great buying opportunity. You know, uh, so if if you are if you were at the point last month where you were starting to sell things. Uh, out of fear, irrational behavior, um, you know, th- that, that's where advisors come alongside of you. You know, I did have a client, <coughs> excuse me, in a similar situation where, you know, I'm just going to dump and, and get into real estate, um, you know, and then we, we helped, we walked through why, because it's, it's, it's a scare, I mean, right, 10% in one month, I mean, it was gone, 
You, you can't do anything about it other than you don't lose the money you actually that you don't lose that 10% unless you sold. Because I told him, I said, next week it could be back up, you know, 5%. Mm-hmm. In the last two days, it's been up 2.5%. So it's going to take time to recover that 10%. But historically, when we pull back a, a correction like that, 10, 12%, it takes three or four months to get back up to it. But then we go right through that, you know, that resistance, we would call it. And we'll start setting new highs. 2019 shouldn't be a year where you start panicking. 2020 may be a, may be a year where you start to look to see where you're at. And and then use your advisor so to walk in alongside. 2020, you. it's okay to panic, but not 19. Not, not panic. Okay. Well, the economy panic. the economy is too strong for a bear market. Yeah. So so employment is you know employment's at record lows in every interest, sector. Interest rates interest rates are very reasonable, not historically low yet, but uh, again, but still very low compared to the last 50 years even. so. Did you say employment is low or unemployment Unemployment. Okay. I heard uh, employment. Oh, okay. Maybe so I, I just Maybe want to I clarify did. for our listeners. Maybe I, did. I don't think Employment's that that's at the record, case. record high levels. Maybe you so had a new Employment's insight. record highs. Excellent. So, yeah. so you know. Uh, unemployment record lows. Right. Unemployment yeah. record lows. More people are working. More people have money. More people, people are, are buying consuming. cars. Automobiles, I expect to be 17 million automobiles sold again this Which year. Which would be close to a record year, uh, not as not quite a record year, but right up there with yep. the best. So, wow. so houses ha- are they're a little, little they're a little flat on housing it's because okay. because people are I think are hesitant because of interest rates, but still interest rates at this level well, are very low. Well, that was what's bound to happen. People get addicted to three percent right. mortgage rates, yeah. and they don't realize that five percent actually is phenomenal. Yeah. It I is mean, great. Or eight yeah. and three eighths, like our first house, That's we right. were thrilled. Yeah, yeah. To we have were in the sevens, I think, in yeah. our first house. Yeah. So you mentioned twenty twenty. Just yeah. to be to state the obvious, mm-hmm. why? What are we looking at in 2020? Well, it's it, now. Well, you're starting to. You're going to see a, really a, a very, very mature bull market. You know, and um, you, so elections, election mm-hmm. years tend to be. You know, volatility. You mm-hmm. know, creating the uncertainty. Um, you know, but there's a lot left to see. Right. Um, and it's a presidential election year. Well, that's that's, that's the election that's part. The election well, that's part. the election part. Yeah, yes. but it's a presidential election. I mean, although we're, we have an election, election going on midterms right Midterms next so. week. Get yes. out and vote. Get out and that's vote. That's right. That's right. Get out and vote. 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 And people. if you got yours in the if, mail. If you're in Florida, go. go. you got to go. You, every vote. No, really. This if time you're in around, any state in the country, this you got to go. Yeah, right. right, right. Yes. Yeah. That's a Make good point. Make your vote count because if you don't vote, you know, you're not. It's a vote for the other party, you know, in, really in a sense. It really is. Yeah. And um, so I think that people are starting to realize that more and more. But um, there's a lot of campaigning out there on both sides saying, you know, get out and vote. And so we just want to make a, an aggressive um, place. Yeah. Is there anything in the market you're concerned about? You mentioned housing's flat, which I, I expect that that will pick up. This is my opinion, just from a consumer side, as I've studied this for years. I expect that will pick up because people get used to these new interest rates and then I'll start picking up. And here in Florida... All the snowbirds are coming down, and they're tired of the cold weather. They're going to start buying houses again. Well, people, people, they're, they're buying and selling houses usually not out of not because of uh, they just want to. There's usually a need, whether they're downsizing, whether they're upsizing, or getting the investment property, or getting a second home or somewhere else. So, it, yeah, you, I, I agree. Right now, you have just a lot of inventory, but just there's a lot of slim pickings at the premier properties. So, you know, there's quite a there's quite a 
uh, quite a bit of uh, inventory and in, in properties, but there's just the inventory is just. Uh, you know. To answer your question, that yeah, I think there are a couple signs of weaknesses internationally. There's, there's uh, Europe's a little, little bit slower than what we are. Interest rates are lower than ours, of course. But also, also some of the emerging markets have taken a hit. You know, of course, China, China's really down this year. Um, so, so there's some things worldwide, but domestically, it's, it's a great economy. But that's what we've been hoping for with China to actually. It hurt just a little so we could actually get a decent trade agreement with them, though. Wouldn't that make a big difference? It, uh, that would be I huge. Mean, if we had trade equity huge. with them. Huge. Yeah. It, okay. even, even 50%. I mean, you're right. There's It would be monstrous for both countries. Yeah. But you know, I'm paying I attention think, to my labels we'll a little there. bit more these days. You know, I, I am. I'm just and, and you if you go into like a you know, like an arts and crafts store, it's amazing how much stuff is just made in China. But you can't made in China. Made it's in like China, if you don't want to buy something made in China, you're out of luck. Yeah. Well, I mean, well yeah, there's a lot of other I don't want to. You'll be going you around without underwear. More, you just have to do a little more effort in your shopping. And, there's an awful um, lot though coming from other emerging Countries yeah. like Vietnam, Vietnam, Bangladesh, even Bangladesh. Yeah, Look Indonesia. at your clothes. There's a lot of clothes coming out of Bangladesh. Oh, take, yeah. <laughs> oh I won't do it right now. <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> Might mess up your hair. All right. So oh. here's, here's oh boy. two hairs. <laughs> Five, six of <laughs> them the I top. have left. All right. I think it's important as we head into the Thanksgiving season and we talk about, you know, you guys are going to have, uh, have Christmas commercials running on the show for the next couple of months. It's a great time of year to just reevaluate everything and to make sure your advisors. I mean, it's too late to meet with an advisor and make a decision about 2018 when you get into 2019. From a tax perspective, from an investment perspective, now's a great time to actually look at stuff and then to consider this biblically responsible investing. How can people work with you guys? Well, this is the day. Have you heard that recently? This is the day. Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. His new devotional that's out. He's, he wrote a new book, but it's right called. Here. There it is. Yeah. This Excellent. is the I've day. We're trying to get Listen, an interview with them, but we don't have that secured yet. The point is, is we've all got. This is a great time to say this is the day, especially when you're looking through your portfolio. And we'll, I know we're going to dive into the you know what what's in your portfolio and is there a price tag on your returns versus your morals and your beliefs and who Christ has called us to be. Is there a price tag that you're willing to give up, this indecent proposal you mentioned down here? Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we've, we're all called to, to, to be in Christ and to, you know, to live our lives through what we're doing, but this time of year is always a good time to start reflecting today. Now, so this is the day. This is the day to look through your portfolio, to talk to your advisor, and if you don't have an advisor that has an eternal perspective like Luke and Dave that doesn't really ha- doesn't have a relationship with Christ, I don't know how they can help you. How do they understand how you how, generosity that drives your heart? I don't. It's so important that you get advisors that will support you in your faith walk. That's why I want. That's why Luke and Dave are part of I work for him. Yeah. Uh, BWM Advisors dot com. All right, Dave. <laughs> what, what kind of customers? What kind of clients do you want to work with? Well, I, we'll work with. Almost anybody. Uh, obviously, a part of our business is relationships. So, so I have not had it yet, but there could be a conflict of of personalities or something. But um, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Um, you know, really. You guys used to say you like to work with nice people. Yeah. Well, just you, know, you still like to work with nice people. Yeah, no, we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but. But, um, no. <laughs> but also, if, if you can refer people that are not saved 
that's really a challenge for us is, is to get beyond the finance and, and get them into relationship not only with BWM advisors but also with Christ. I mean, that's that's part of our goal is is to be a witness through this. So, that's awesome. It is awesome. So if you want to get a hold of Dave in the office, 727-586-5655, 727-586-5655. Call him between... 10 30 and quarter to 11 oh, right that's losing time wow <laughs> he's not gonna be a, there's actually, always somebody in the office there's oh, always right. somebody always in the somebody in the office the phone, give them a the call phone. and dave hurt his wrist so he's not playing golf you didn't play golf this week did you yes i did did you yes, With, and did. how did you do the next day he went to the doctor <laughs> <laughs> i made it through 16 holes 16 holes wow. and then he took a lot of advil all right seven get all the dave in the office seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five you want to get all the luke right now yes you can always call the cell phone 24 hours a day dana loves it when you call in yes. the middle of the night. oh she appreciates 727-798-4188 if you don't have christ followers the christ following financial advisors you need to talk to luke and dave and you can find them online at bwmadvisors.com hey wow. we've never done that together we should do before. it more often you should Fun. <laughs> hired all so, right. you know, and let's talk about your website just for a second. What kinds of, th- why wow. would they go to your website? There's a lot of really, really good tools on there. There's videos. I mean, because if, if you like reading, there's, uh, there's plenty of reading. There's newsletters. There's investment um, definitions, you know, stuff that you can get yourself familiar with. There's also uh, videos if you don't like reading but you mm. like watching. There's great videos, and they're all, they're all short. They're not an hour, you know, so you really get into the meat of it. But you can always you can find us there. There's pictures of us on there, so you can really, you know, put a face with the name and, and the voice. So they've been listening, and but they want to see you. And it's a portal to our other sites. Yeah. You can get into your account through there. You can get into eMoney through there. eMoney is a great program, uh, which which many clients have not made use of yet, but it's just a great tool for budgeting, for, for knowing where your assets are. Planning. Um, planning. Isn't that your job to know where our assets are? It is, but if you're in Europe and you want your trust or something, you can you can go into eMoney if you uploaded it into eMoney. No matter where you are, you can download it. So it's like an organizer, right? That's it's a the way portal. I, it's a por- it's an investment portal. For it takes all of your moving parts, bank accounts, credit cards, uh, you know, investments, your four hundred one k with your employer, your investments with us. It puts everything in one place, gives you real-time data, your life insurance policy. So it's great if there's a husband that knows everything, but the wife knows nothing, or the vice versa. The wife knows everything, the husband knows nothing. It's a portal to where the one person can go to and say, well, my insurance policy is here, my life insurance policies are with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, So it, makes, it, it gives the family, it gives a husband and wife just great uh, a portal to what's going on. You Excellent. could even give your... Uh, attorney access to parts of it whatever parts you want to allow the attorney to see such as your trust documents or whatever you can give them access to it we do use it jim for for managing money because when we go into e-money it will tell us okay this client has this much in domestic funds this much in international funds it will actually give you a breakdown on bonds and so it's a, it's a great tool and clients can see the same thing luke why is it important for us to know what's in our portfolio well, um, I, I heard a great analogy that, uh, and I related to it. And you know, I, I've been learning biblically responsible investing here for the last couple years. You introduced it to me. 
uh, probably a couple years ago, and I, I read a book, and then I kind of just, you know, justified, you know, maybe having one foot in, one foot out, and uh, but as I've listened to more people um, that have been uh, involved with biblically responsible investing, they painted a picture for me um, because, you know, y- you have you have your investments, and God calls us to be good stewards with everything. Okay, that's your time, your money, and your talents. So, what does it mean with your investments? You know, th- there's so much that uh, you know we we put so much effort in the highest returns. And then there has to be a point where you say that returns are far less important than how I'm stewarding God's money. Because it all belongs to God. Psalms 24.1 says everything is the Lord's. Uh, Proverbs 16.8, it says, Better is little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. So um, biblically responsible invest- investing doesn't mean you take less return. You know, that doesn't mean you make less. It just means that I'm going to be lined up with how Christ, how God would want me to invest his money. Okay, it's his money. You know, it's interesting. Our church, uh, you know, we, I, I think I might have mentioned this one time, mm-hmm. gave out money at different times. This past Sunday, they gave out more money. And the idea was to get people out of their chairs and just freely give away money. Okay, and, and, and when you, you weren't, you can't, when someone handed you a dollar, you couldn't refuse it. It was something you just had to accept as a part of a gift. Mm. But the idea behind it was how freely everybody just handed out someone else's money. You know, at the end of the day, the money came from the church, which is really God's money. And so if we can freely give God's money, we should be able to look at our own money as, as the same as it's God's. But biblically responsible investing takes your investments and looks at it through the eyes of how Christ would see it. So if, if you wouldn't want to partner, you know, if I were to come to you, Jim, and say, I have great opportunity, I'm going to give you 100% return on your money in the next year, and you would say, oh, that sounds great. Well, what, what type of business is it? And I'd say, well, you know, it's you know, pornography. And you would immediately say, absolutely not. Well, you'd be shocked to find how many of some of the largest companies in America somehow through their lines of business or what they may do uh, profit in pornography. And when you own a stock, it could be inside of your mutual fund, which is usually in a 401k. It could be inside your exchange-traded fund. And you have no idea you're profiting, your investments are profiting with these companies. You basically partner with a pornography industry. Or abortion, you know, um, anti-family values, uh, companies that take advantage of low income or poor people by their advertising and, and their addictive products, drugs, you know, it's it's amazing. So that's what biblically responsible investing is about. And uh, we actually have, sorry, I'm taking up all this time. You're fine. But we have these great screening tools that I don't know if we're going to get into that later, but we can take someone's portfolio, we can take someone's holdings, and we can screen it, and we can tell you what your score is. And based upon the score, if it's a positive score, you know you're making a positive impact for Christ. If it's a negative score, then it means that you're invested with companies or partnering that may profit or sponsor industries that would be, you would absolutely not partake in if you knew. Let, let me give you an example because um, it, 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 I think you're hearing it here for the first time. I think we'll go one step further. Like this past week, I thought there was a great opportunity in some of the automobile manufacturers. And uh, it turned out it was, it was a correct, it was a lucky guess because they went, they went crazy in the last few days. Um, but I think we should go a step further because we were going to make a substantial investment in one of them. Mm-hmm. And Luke says, let me look that up. 
says, okay, go go for it, Luke. Look it up. He says, man, we can't do that. They're they're uh, they're supporting LGBT and LGBTQ and and some other stuff, and we really shouldn't invest in that company. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't. But I think I think we should go a step further. I think we'll send them a letter saying, hey, we we were going to invest probably a couple million dollars mm-hmm. in in the uh, in the automobile business. But we didn't do it because of this reason. Then maybe, this maybe if how, enough advisors yes. do that, maybe we can actually make some changes in, mm. in their thoughts. Here's yeah, the, I, I don't yeah. care if they if they want to support LGBT right. to some extent. Uh, I love I love people in that position, but they should also uh, support the rest of us yeah. family. I mean, if they would send a check proportionately to focus on the family and i'm not even sure focus on the family still doing they are, they are. James they are. Yeah. but but uh you know they gotta they gotta they gotta support christian values also well it's it's really just remaining neutral i think that's the message yeah right, you know, we, right. Lo- we love all people okay right. there's not one person sitting here that i have good friends that are uh they're gay or lesbian and I, you know so it's it has it's all about love. Christ loved everyone, no matter what, and 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 he said that love God and love others as yourself. So um, at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. Good, good point. The the believers just in our Tampa Bay area, in our six county area, there's eight hundred thousand believers, and there's over three hundred sixty billion dollars of assets within those eight hundred thousand believers. It's going to be people. It's going to be believers taking a stand and telling. You know, companies exactly. that they may be invested in is hey, listen, you know, you're you're, you're make you're, cars, don't don't you know, don't go out on be neutral, be neutral, or right, because it's about supporting marriage. It's about supporting who God created us to be. I mean, and and that's really what you guys are saying, and I think that's important because we you know, we all have friends that are that are stuck in some lifestyle that right. that is not a Jesus honoring, God honoring yes, lifestyle, right, right. and and it and it may be adulterers pornography addicts yeah. i mean it, it could drugs, be alcohol yeah, yeah. any well, addiction the, well the bottom line is is that we're talking about investments and we're investing in what they're building mm-hmm. what they're creating yes. their business model and mm. it, it's getting um muddled down by you know things that agendas are agendas, ag- and agendas things like that, that. Yeah. so so unfortunately you saw a really good business model this is like hey they're gonna be a good investment but because there were agendas attached to it um so i think you're right though communicating and letting them know because they don't know people buy right, and sell right, all the time right. they don't know why you chose or not chose to be involved so well, it can make a difference and it's really important to note that a lot of organizations supporting anti-marriage kind of um policies i mean those they always say that it's about tolerance but it is they're not tolerant towards christian <laughs> no, views for sure. it's about tolerance of everything but christianity yeah. and christian views and so that's one of the reasons we need to take a stand because it's it none of those organizations stand for true tolerance i mean it, it is really just we're we're anti everything the bible stands for because the bible is offensive and we talk about you talk about leading people to christ i mean it is Jesus, he, people hated Jesus because he was black and white. He said, no, that's sin. No, that's wrong. You need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You need to love your neighbor as yourself. Anything outside of that, it's wrong. And that's offensive to people when they get told that they're sinning. And so they, they keep pointing to the Bible, and Christians are going, well, they're, we're, they're judgmental. Yeah. Or when you tell them there's only one way to God. Right. They, they get they get offended. No, there's lots of ways they say. You know, just, but there isn't. It's just sometimes believers had just don't don't have a you know, we're we're not Christ. We can't go to people and, and call them out. That's not what no, God's called us right. to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to love people. You that's know, right. we're supposed to deal with their human nature first. Once you can meet someone's human nature where they're at in life, you'll have the opportunity to exactly. to lead them to their spiritual nature. Right. 
So, but I, but I th- as believers, you, 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 every, we always want to jump on the spiritual side. You know, we say, oh, "Well, wow, that person has a need. They need to hear what I have to say. Jesus can save them, and He can change their life." Yes, He can. But go meet their human need. Yeah. Build that relationship and meet the human need, and then the spiritual need will flow through that. And the difference is, is we're talking about investing in companies versus the individuals. So, um, you know, when we're talking about biblically responsible investing, we're talking about I don't want to help them. Pro- you know, right. advance that agenda, but I'm going to love people. Absolutely, and, yeah, and it's, yep. it's two separate things. But I'm going to love them with my heart, hmm. and but that doesn't mean I'm going to pay and help it progress. As a, as a part owner of yeah. that company, you, yeah. you really can't. Two you know. very different things. Yes. Because there's so. a lot of those businesses, a lot of businesses that have been invested in in the past, even in your portfolios, that have supported Planned Parenthood. Which oh, is the number one abortion man. provider yeah. in the country? Yeah. <coughs> loving people is not endorsing their skin, their sin, right? Their skin. <laughs> <laughs> but loving—that—that's. I that mean, if anybody could take something away, but it, loving people is not endorsing their their sin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's important because that's that's where that human nature comes in. Is you're to love people. Um, what we do with biblically responsible investing is we take your money and we help it. Uh, you know, we help it line up with God as as best that we possibly can, and we have the tools that allow us to do it. We're talking with Luke and Dave today about how do, what's in your portfolio and how do you find out are you invested biblically responsibly as a steward of God's money. Do you know where your money is going? Luke, you took a look at our portfolio, yes. the money that Martha and I have invested for retirement. What did yes. you, you guys do with that? Well, you know, once we, we started uh, several years ago, and then again, biblically responsible investing was new to me. I mm-hmm. invested probably like most of the listeners did for all of my client accounts. I never, I never even considered that uh, you know, managing money for someone is is really an act of worship, and same as you is is being and and for for you you two, Jim and Martha, to to give the responsibility of managing your money to someone else doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't also be the overseer and you know and and, and demanding of and we talked about this mm-hmm. for a while. You never really, I think you kind of just said, Luke, go look, go you know, almost like just go see. I wanted to, the Holy Spirit to guide you in this because yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be able to convict you. Yeah. So, you know, but a- after reviewing your portfolio, we I mean there were I, I knew I mean just just most of the portfolios we have invested right now ha- have a lot of negative impact scores scores that uh, you know when you look at the funds you, you're amazed that what what you're partaking in as an investor in that fund which makes you a part owner of of a certain number of companies. So, but, you know, as of uh, probably within the last month or so, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you guys are both completely 100% switched over to biblically responsible investing. Excellent. So, so those tools, let's talk about those tools. Yes. We've got listeners listening today going, wait a minute, biblically responsible investing, can I find out what's in my portfolio? And again, I want to make sure you guys, it's, it's November 1st. You've got two months till the end of the year. Now is a great time to check out. Is your financial, ask your financial advisor, are you... Uh, investing according to biblically responsible investing rules? No. The question should be, are, should be. Are, am I invested in companies that profit off pornography? Or abortion. Am, or abortion. Or tobacco. Or alcohol. Or gambling. Or, or whatever other social impact thing that you're, you know, you're concerned about. Um, that's what you should be. That's the conversation. Mm-hmm. Is am I profiting from pornography? Or uh, abortion, or my supporting Planned Parenthood, you know, you would be amazed. 
you may not be uh, profiting from the abortion industry in clinics and drugs and, and, and bios, but you could be investing in a company that is a parade sponsor for Planned Parenthood or is a major donor for Planned Parenthood, right? which is the number one abor- uh, Amazing. I was looking at just some of the abortion stuff that they do last night. It, it, they put on their website, um, I think it's 579,000 uh, unrealized births or something they call it. It was I was like, mm. unrealized births? Are you, wow. are you kidding? You just That's what they call it. Murders. That's what right. it should be. Just let's, let's wow. call it murders. So Shout out to Life Solutions has a New banquet Life tonight. Solutions. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Banquet tonight. So. so those are the questions you should be having with your advisor today is am I it's simple. No, not B R I because they won't most advisors have no clue what that is. Okay. It's simply Am I invested in companies in my portfolio today that profit from industries that do not align up with God? You know, Ephesians 5.11 says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. You know, uh, I think the next step for us is to communicate that to those companies. I, you know, way back when I worked for a bank, banks always supported United Way for some crazy reason. I mean, they would... They would demand that you give to United Way thousands of dollars a year. You know, as a vice president of a bank, you're expected this is this is what your quota is, hmm. and they expect you to donate to United Way. Well, United Way's always I'm, I'm not sure anymore. I haven't looked in the last ten years, but they've always been a huge supporter of Planned Parenthood. Right. So some of my money always went to Planned Parenthood. And um, so now when we screen for those type of things, we've got to communicate that back to those companies saying we're, we're not going to have anything to do with you. So let yeah. me ask this question. You have, um, you're, you're encouraging people to go to their investor and say, am I profiting? Their advisor. From, or their advisor. Am I profiting from any of these companies that um, I would not be happy with profiting yes. from, that I'm right. not in support of the things that they're, they're doing? So then what's the next conversation? What if the advisor goes, oh, yeah, but that doesn't really matter? You well, know, they- of course, they'll, that's, they'll, ju- they'll, they'll justify it probably because they don't have the tools to find out. That, mm-hmm. that, I would say that your response would probably be something like, well, I mean, there's really no way to weed all that out. That, and it, you're here to tell them, yes, absolutely there, is. there is. There absolutely is, and we can take your portfolio. We can absolutely screen your portfolio. And one of the companies we work with that specializes in building exchange-traded funds, ETFs, that are all biblically responsible, they'll take your current for- portfolio. They take 50% of their corporate profits, and they, and they build churches. They donate Bibles. They build wells, water wells in Guatemala. So they'll give you your impact score by investing X amount of dollars within their exchange-traded funds. You are giving out a thousand Bibles over the next five years. So not only are you investing the way God would want you to invest, but secondly, you're 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 making a positive impact on communities and worldwide. You can get all the Luke and Dave online bwmadvisors.com, or you can call Dave in the office seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five. Or Luke, they can just call you direct if they if their advisor has no idea where their portfolio is being invested, they can call you right on your cell phone and say, I need to sit down with you and Dave. Absolutely. Now, their next, yeah. their next question is... We have to give out Luke's phone number, Dave. 727-798-4188. Just don't forget what you're going to no. say. Yeah, 727-798-4188. Right, right. 
suppose they're going to say. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but let me tell you what I was going <laughs> to no, say. Just to no, follow, really up, forget. That <laughs> follow up with that question, though, is that just to remember, listeners, that you are the customer and that if you are, you, you come up against a roadblock that your advisor doesn't want to address it, you know, then seek some, seek some help. And yeah. Luke and Dave are here to do that. And that's the point I wanted to make. Now, their next question, normally, normally I would expect their next question to be is, what am I giving up to do that? How much oh. money, how much profit am I going to give up out of my account? How much less am I going to make because you can't invest in those companies? What would, you, a, what would you tell them, Luke? Is there a price tag on your con- is there a price tag on your relationship with Christ? We're managers. See, if we can get out of the mount- mentality that it's ours and I want the biggest return with the lowest fees, if we can get away from that mentality, not suggesting actually there's research yeah, that shows yeah, yeah, you're socially that part, responsible right? and biblically responsible. You're not giving up returns. Exactly. So, so, but at the end of the day, no matter what, it's like the movie Indecent Proposal. You know, are you? Is there a price tag? For your relationship with who, what God has called us to be as good stewards. You know, Proverbs 3, 9, honor God with your wealth. What are you doing with your wealth today? But talk you know? about that a little this more. This is the day. This Tim Tebow, the, this yeah. is the day. Talk right. about that a little more, that they're not giving up. They're not giving up anything. Yeah. In fact, no. companies in the past, with ESG investing, which which is more socially socially governance than than biblically responsible but both of those have outperformed in many cases outperformed companies that that are not concerned about that um you know take vp spill in, in the golf if they would have been responsible with with their drilling and everything else they would have saved billions of dollars and that happens throughout and giving us a ton of oil yeah right huh? right so so it they're really not giving up anything by being biblically and that's the whole Bible story anyway. Yeah. You don't give anything up by following God's commands. No, man. He, again, he, life, life is more t- abundant. He's going to take care of all your needs. And, uh, you know, and there's just something to be said with when, when much is given, much is expected. And, uh, you know, I just want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, so I'm trying to do the best that I can as a, as a believer in a, in a world full of m- trillions of dollars in investments and be a small part of making an impact for Christ through investments, through helping clients. Make sure that their portfolios align with who Christ has called them to be as stewards of his money, not okay. theirs. A lot of times... Our 401ks, though, if we're investing in our 401k in our workplace, we're giving categories. I'm, I'm a high risk taker, I'm a medium risk taker, I'm a low risk taker, and they invest it. Is there a way to be biblically responsible in our investing in our 401ks? Can you guys help there? That, that does become a little more challenging. You know, it really depends on the size of the company. Um, you know, and if they're willing to make that sort of concession. But that would be something you would go to the plant administrator, and those are the conversations you would have in HR, um, and you do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go in condemning and saying, I don't want to, pr- I don't want my investment. They'll just tell you, well, don't invest in your 401k, <laughs> you know. It, it go in there with love, mm-hmm. right? Christ never showed up at some, well, other than when he flipped the tables at the temple. But, you know, other than that, you, you, we're, we're called to be Christ-like. G- go in love and explain that, hey, I would really love if BLES or BIBL is in uh, the, the, the selection of our, our portfolio lineup for our 401ks. You know, it lines up with, with my religious beliefs. Is there any way that we could add this to our 401k lineup? You'd be surprised. Um, there, are, there are ways that can be done. But it, do it out of respect and love, not demanding.
Mm, well, I gotta point. believe that biblically responsible investing would be a really attractive to our Jewish brothers and sisters, our Muslim brothers and sisters, because the, it's ethical. Yeah, it's ethical investing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I believe there's a big reach out there because when it's God's word, it's truth, and and truth benefits everybody, doesn't it? Amen. Luke and Dave with Bel Air Wealth Management. Thanks for being on I Work for him today. Thank you, sir. This is the day. This is the That's day. That's right. Luke at seven two seven seven nine eight forty one eighty eight. Dave at seven two seven. 586-5655, but both of them online at bwmadvisors.com. You're listening to I Work Rain with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.